This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing. But rest assured, you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. 95% of Uber Eats orders are on time, which is great. Because the only thing I care about more than football is spicy pepperoni pizza for kickoff. But on the off chance your order is late, Uber Eats will give you three months $0 delivery fee with a free Uber One membership. Now that's a spicy offer. On time claim based on latest arrival time shown after order is placed. Offer ends to 19-2023. Current Uber One members not eligible. Subscription will auto-renew at $9.99 each month, starting three months from initial enrollment. See uber.com slash uberone for terms. Benefits available only for eligible stores. Order minimum supply. Strap yourself in, because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go. You are watching and listening to Chris and Lester Till I Die TV on YouTube and your favorite podcasts. Junkies, how the devil are we? Welcome along. It's back. <laughs> well, it's kind of back. Um, we uh, were supposed to be having our normal footballer guest along, Steve, but you know, with his job, 
he quite often gets called out late at night, as he has been tonight. I spoke to him this morning, and he was definitely coming, and he texted me about half an hour ago and said, uh, I can't make it, mate. So um, we have got an able an able assistant in, so uh, do not do not worry about that. Do not worry about that. But it is, it's the prediction show. It's back. We're going to do things slightly different this season. Last season, and I'm I'm not actually saying this just because I didn't win, but I might be. Um, <laughs> I've changed it all round. <laughs> yes, no, I'm not. Nothing's going to help me at all. But before last season, of course, you went for win, draw, loss. You just picked two. You thought was going to win each game. This season, we're going to be going for the natural score, and from that score, you get three points if you get the score right. And if you don't get the score right, but you get the result right, you get one point. So it it well. Maybe maybe Brad will open up a bigger lead this time. Who knows? Who knows? Um, hello to Scott. Welcome along. You in? Yeah, uh, we are all well. Spencer, thank you very much for your message earlier, mate. Did appreciate it. Uh, welcome along as well. And James is back. James is in. Good evening. How the devil are you, sir? Um, welcome along. Join in the chat with your predictions as well, um, because you probably get more right than we will. Right, here we go, because this is where this is where it all starts to go wrong now. Um, I have to do one of those and bring in, well, it's the second coming. And I don't know what happened to the first one, but Brad is with us. Just, how are you doing, sir? I'm not too bad, mate. Not too bad. See, this is, I played that many mind games on him, people. I played that many on mind games on our Steve and, 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 and Chris here. That, but obviously, Steve's not with us. But he, he, he don't even, he's scared to come and face me again because he knows... That last, the biggest day, the biggest action of, of the day on the last day of the season last last year wasn't Man City winning the title. It was me turning 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 a defeat into victory, wasn't it, Chris? You did. In fairness, you did turn it around for the last couple of weeks. Yes, and, um, oh, yeah. And I can't remind you Yeah, I was going to say, may I remind you that included a zero in that. In one of them weeks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Look, look, you've stabbed the knife in. Don't turn it as well. <laughs> That's not fair. Um, and, uh, let's have a look here. Um, oh, where has Jesus gone? Um, only joking. <laughs> Looking good, Brad. Well, he's he's had a shave. He does he does it once a year. Terry's in, and he's Brad's got some light. I know. I was going to say that you beat me. He's got a light on. Electricity in Manchester is working again. Yeah, we got a new hamster. <laughs> I take it you're on your phone. Yeah, I am. I wasn't <laughs> risking it again. <laughs> but uh, anyway, like I say, Steve couldn't make it. But we have got a more than able. Well, I've got to be honest with you. This guy would probably score more points for Steve than Steve would have done had he been in. He doesn't need any introduction. It's like inviting the Glazes on. I think he's actually trying to take over the channel. But it's always, always a pleasure to have him north of the border. Welcome, Doug. It's been ages. How are you? It has been ages. It's been Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and now Tuesday. Yeah, uh, no, not. thank you very much for asking me. Um, yeah, sorry, sorry about um, sorry about Steve obviously not coming on, but uh, you've got me, you've got me, and uh, I was able to um, step in at the last moment. So, yeah. thank you very much for having me, and it is a pleasure. No, we do appreciate it, and uh, we really do. I say you probably do Steve a favour 
by <laughs> uh, by coming on. James is saying hello, Brad, and then he's saying hello, Doug. Hello, James. Um, hello hey. to both of you. Um, yeah, we did actually say last night that we wouldn't see each other again till Friday. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But um, anyway, I hope say? you're doing better than you were earlier, Chris. By the way. Yeah, I am doing uh, 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 better than I was. Let's just put it that way. Yes, um, it was. It's a it's a long and arduous story. And if you want to know more, the video earlier, I did an apology and everything, and explained what was wrong. So, Richard's in. Right. Good evening, Richard. How are you? I hope uh, I hope little Jake's been put to bed and is all snuggled up and uh, and dreaming of West Ham possibly winning something this season. Uh, <laughs> It ain't gonna happen, is it? As much as he, as much as he dreams, but hey, it's all about. It is all about um, joining. At, well, all about predicting the scores. Brad, first of all, before we go any further, please tell everybody where they can find you. Well, usually you can find me here, probably doing some well predictions and some pro post match stuff, some work for here. But they can find me on Twitter at Full Time Focus. And uh, if if they click the link in the bio that's on my Twitter, it'll take them to my YouTube channel, A Matter of Opinion, where literally just a, a free place for you to voice your opinion on the subject matter in hand. Uh, we do a variety of uh, topics over there. So, yeah, after after this show, that'd be great. People check that out. Uh, and, yeah, it's just where you can find me. Brilliant. And, Doug? Um, again, links to both your channels are in the description below. But where can uh, where can you be found? I can be found at the Dugout Football Channel, and uh, I obviously did my predictions uh, stream uh, earlier. And yeah, it was very interesting. Actually, I had a I had a Brighton fan on, and uh, that that was that was very very good. But yeah, the Dugout Football Channel. I am six away now until two k. So wow. I'm getting very, very close to that. So um, any any help would be uh, appreciated. But no, uh, the Dugger Football channel on YouTube. And uh, subscribe to Chris first. And also yeah, and subscribe and, to Brad. And he's here as well. And he's here. The links, I say, to both. Brad does some great um, discussion topics when you can see him. Um, usually, usually he's in the dark and then he says something really bad. But it's like, it's like one of those interviewers that, where they interview a witness. And he just want to be recognised. The lights out from behind. He said something the other night. I don't know what it was, but I'll get the blame for it. And um, Doug, he doesn't. Do, he's a Liverpool fan. But he just doesn't do Liverpool. He does all uh, well a bit of Scottish football. European. He, he covers everything basically. If it's football, Doug covers it. Um, and Richard, Jake's not in bed yet. He's messaging me. Go and check him. Go and check him. Not that I want to drop anybody in it, of course. Go on, check him, Jake. It's Jake. Go and check him. He should, should be in bed, not messaging on his phone. Um, anyway, oh God, I hope I I really hope I didn't get Jake into trouble there. <laughs> but um, anyway, this is what it's all about. It's all about the predictions, guys. So let me uh, set up. There we go. A whole new look, by the way, guys. Hope you're liking it. Just trying to sort of jazz it up for the. Uh, for the new season. Um, and we start off with the Friday night game uh, on Sky. Arsenal will be travelling not a long way, just on the road to Crystal Palace. Uh, Brad, they, they don't have a, a very good record of Friday night games starting the season, Arsenal, do they? No, last season they didn't have far travel and got beat. 
Uh, and they're, they're doing it again this season. Um, but I will give credit where it's due. No matter what Arsenal fans seem to think of Arteta and we all jest as, as neutrals about Arteta and, and their opinions towards him, they've made some shrewd signings. You know, Gabriel Jesus is you know, no slouch in front of goal. Uh, Zinchenko, price-wise, that's up to, you know, discussion, but still a pretty good sign-in. So, I'm, I'm actually expecting a, a slightly different Arsenal. But it is Mikel Arteta who's got an Oligo Solskjaer in him. So, this this is going to be an interesting one. Um, I'm actually going to go, though, with Arsenal breaking their hoodoo. And I'm going to say that Arsenal win this 2-1. Ooh. Right. Okay. Let me. Uh, hopefully, now you're going to be impressed, everybody, by all this, and I should be able to put Brad in there at two one. There we go. Look at it. Is it? Does that is that showing up, guys? I. Uh, it is. Yeah, it is showing up. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Um, modern modern technology. Uh, Richo sixty three. Evening, all Everton fans. Uh, welcome along, Rich. I hope you are well. And hi, Phil Fox. Welcome along. Couple of newbies I've not seen before. Please feel free to subscribe to all our channels. Um, and Danny Mills has just said um, Leicester is a step back and be with Madison not to go to Newcastle. I also saw Darren Bent was saying exactly the same, and I also. Um, I read that uh, Madison might just be eyeing it up for a, a bit of a rise in his new contract. Um, Brad, Doug, sorry, I've done Brad, haven't I? Doug, well, not in that way, of course, but um, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, you know, Palace ended last season by uh, beating Man United on the last day, which wasn't a bad way to finish it. But Arsenal stuffed Everton 5 1. Sorry, uh, mm. <laughs> sorry, Richo. Um, and they both oh, the fans of Arsenal weren't happy but would they be happy even if Arsenal won the title under Arteta uh, probably not considering that um, you know Arsenal fans have well let's be honest they they have made some very shrewd signings this summer I think it's safe to say Gabriel Jesus is a fantastic signing Alexander Zinchenko is a very good signing. Fabio Vieira is a very good signing as well, and obviously Matt Turner as well. They have not got a good record at. Um, they have not got a good record at Selhurst Park. Funnily enough, I think um, Palace have only lost one of the, out of the last eight meetings home and away. So, good I good omen for obviously Patrick Vieira to get one over uh, his old club again. But I know that Steve Lionex doesn't like Arsenal and he doesn't like Tottenham. Um, <laughs> you heard. You've heard. <laughs> I have heard. Um, I actually fancy the same scoreline as Brad. I'm going 2-1 Arsenal. Really? Oh, so St Steve will kill you first of all. So yeah, one except the points. Let me just go back and... and... Get it the right way round. Now, I just, it's Arsenal, isn't it? Um, <laughs> that's the thing. <laughs> it's yeah. Arsenal. Yeah, there's no other way of describing them. Um, I, uh, 
they have made some good signings. I have got to be honest with you, and I, and I can't believe that they are still still moaning, uh, even with all the signings they've made. Um, yeah, <laughs> when you speak when you speak to an Arsenal fan and you go like when he says we haven't made any decent signings, I said, look, everybody you've signed he says yeah, but I only like two of those. Well, I don't think he's buying the players just for you, mate. Do you know what I mean? Um, but Palace took four points off the two games last season. Uh, they beat them 3-0 at Palace and 2-2 um, at, at, at um, the Emirates. But this is a different, this is a different beast this time. So I'm actually, I'm going to go... I'm going to get, um, I used to be indecisive, but I'm, now I'm not so sure. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm going to go. Um, I'm going to go one-one. That was my first thought. That's what I'm going one-one. So I'm going for the draw. Um, so I'm different to you two. That's me, bottom of the league, almost straight away. Um, Spencer's gone two-one. Palace. He's gone for the Palace win. Um, Highfield's Fox has gone 2-2. Scott went 3-2 to Palace. Uh, Rene, good evening. How are you? Has gone 3-2 to Palace. Anson, and he's gone 3-1 to Palace. Um, and Rene says hi. Now, I don't know if that's all because you think Palace will do it or you just don't like Arsenal. Either way, <laughs> I'll forfeit the point if you're right and, uh, and Palace do win it. Now, I think we might be getting a bit of a biased view on this next game. Um, it's the early kickoff on Saturday. Um, newly promoted Fulham taking on the almost boys in Liverpool. Um, Brad, I mean, Fulham, last time they were in the Premier League, their last games, they lost to Newcastle, they drew with Man United, they lost to Southampton, they lost to Burnley and they lost to Chelsea. <laughs> Liverpool, as we know, didn't quite manage it. And I mean, for me, there's only going to be one winner. Would you agree? Yeah, Fulham are getting trounced. I don't care what people keep saying about them. I just don't see the appeal to them. They they smash the championship and then they go back down. They're just a classy Norwich, if you ask me, if there's such a thing as a classy Norwich. Yeah. Liverpool are absolute storm in form. You know, we've normally seen a little bit of burnout with Liverpool over the last recent years when they come so close but Man City just hit them they, but they've really held themselves uh, I think they'll carry the momentum and just that's the only way you're going to beat the machine that is Man City let's let's face it yeah. um, and I honestly think it's going to be 4-5-0 and I'm going to lay my hat on this being the biggest one yeah the biggest score on of the weekend I'm going Liverpool to make it a very unhappy return to the Premier League for Fulham in a 5-0 win Liverpool. 5-0 win, wow. Well, you've, wow. Just made, uh, you've just made they dug a very happy man. Um, last time you met, last time they were in the Premier League, though, um, Doug, they, you only actually got one point off them, because they beat you at Anfield. Yeah, um, they did. And you drew with them at Craven Cottage. This is a banana skin. I don't care what any, anybody says. This is a bit, absolute banana skin. Um, newly promoted Fulham at home. Um, you know they'll be they'll be happy that they're they're just back in the Premier League. Can Mitrovic score the goals? 
that's where I worry for Fulham this season is if Mitrovic can score. I think their midfield is very, very good. I think attack-wise, they are very, very good. But unfortunately, defensively, I think they're still really, really suspect. And Mm. they are getting burnt Lino. Uh, I don't know if that's going to be done before the the game on Saturday. Um, But I am confident. I am confident in going there and getting a, a, a result. Um, I don't think it's going to be as um, high scoring as Brad thinks. Uh, I'm actually going to go 2-0 Liverpool. I think we'll get a clean sheet. Uh, I think Fulham will make it difficult for us, but I think they will tire um, towards the end, and I think we'll get two very quick goals. Um, so, yeah, 2-0 Liverpool. 2-0 to Liverpool. Wow. Um, I've got to be honest with you. I think if you are talking about making a serious challenge for the Premiership or the Premier League this season, Doug, you've got to win this. Yes, yeah. all these kind of games are banana skins. You know, I mean, Brad and me can probably remember when Bolton came up and flashed us 5-0 on the opening day. <laughs> yes, I don't remember that about that. Yeah. The marvellous Peter Taylor was manager. Sorry, yes, any Leicester fans that are watching. Um uh, but like I say, if, if you don't do this, Doug, then it's going to question how far you are going to um, you're going to go this season. And I think you will, but I think Fulham will give you a scare. Um, and I think it's going to be one three. So Liverpool to mm. win it three one. But I think I think they will give you a scare. To be honest with you, um, let's see what everybody else is saying. Uh, Entree says 1-0 to FC Towering Over Blues. Um, Anthony remembers that. Yeah. <laughs> we, we can't get it out of our mind. There's a few like that, isn't there, Brad? There's a few like that. Um, yeah. René's gone 4-0 to Liverpool. Nunes, Hattrick and Salah. Uh, James, being Everton fan, this could hurt him, but he's gone 3-0 Liverpool. Um, Spencer has gone 3-0 Liverpool. And Anthony's gone 4-1 Liverpool. And Highfield Fox has gone 4-0 Liverpool. So, basically, bye-bye Fulham. (laughs) 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 Well, welcome back to the Premier League, guys. Yes. We're going to look so stupid when Fulham Fulham win (laughs) 2-0. I know, I know. Hey, after last season, come on. You know, we couldn't couldn't predict a bloody sausage last season. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that game is of course is on BT Sport. If anybody has that particular platform, or obviously your local friendly fire stick. Um, Brad, we've had one newcomer coming up. Uh, Bournemouth are the next ones, and they're hosting Aston Villa. I'm, I'm going to be able to smell the Villa fans from here um, when they turn up on the, on Saturday. Um, everybody's seems to be. Th- having Bournemouth getting relegated. And I've got to be honest with you, I'm one of those, because I think the manager they've got, not that I don't I dislike him, I think he's a, he's a decent enough bloke, but I just don't think he's a Premier League manager, as he's proved before. Um, and Bournemouth have... Oh, the last time, obviously, they were in the Premier League, they finished off with a 3-1 win over Everton, they lost 2-0 to Southampton, they only lost 2-1 to Man City. I'm sorry, Brad. They beat Leicester 4-1. And they got a 0-0 draw with Tottenham. This is going to be a horrible show for us, Brad. Where yeah. Villa, Villa lost 3-2 to Manchester City. 
Uh, they like these last day tight games, Man City, don't they? Um, they drew with Burnley, they drew with Palace, uh, they lost to Liverpool 2 1, and um, they beat Burnley 3 1. Uh, are Burnley going to do any better than um, Fulham? And has is this the season when Stephen Gerrard has to really stand up and uh, and be counted? Um, yeah, I think he does. I think this goes for the likes of Vieira and, and Lampard. I think there's three, maybe four, maybe even five managers that will look at this season. Because we talk about clubs having second season syndrome, which tends, tends to be the case with managers. Uh, I mean, look at Bielsa. Nobody thought he'd, you know, everybody was thinking he'd be at Leeds for years. He'd guide them. He'd keep building them up. Now he's out of a job. He's not, no, no, he's definitely not longer Leeds manager. I don't, I don't know where his career is at now. Last I knew he was unemployed. But uh, I think, you know, you're going to see a test this season. And I think we've seen what happens when a new team starts um, at home. They can get a bounce. It's, it's probably better to have a game like this to go into. There's a few players that Bournemouth have that probably have a point to prove at this level as well, not going so great for them the last time out. Um, And I'm going to say that Stephen Gerrard's going to be up against the Kosh early this season. I'm going to say that Bournemouth sneak a 1-0 win here. Whoa, okay. First home uh, win prediction there. Um, Doug, I mean, again, last time Bournemouth were in the Premier League, they did the double over Villa, 2-1 at um, down here in the south coast and 2-1 up in the Midlands. Yeah, they've got a good record against Um I agree with what Brad said about um, Gerard. I think he is under a lot of pressure because some of the signs they made, Diego Carlos, Felipe Coutinho, Bubacar Kamara, uh, Robin Olsen, Ludwig Augustinsson. So you, you have to say that he's definitely been back, Gerard, um, as well. Bournemouth haven't done enough for me in the transfer window. Mm. Just haven't done enough for me in the in the transfer window. And it's it's whether or not Scott Parker's learned from his time at Fulham that he kind of lost his way a little bit in the Premier League. It was a bit of a learning curve, so maybe he has learned his lesson. But I have a funny, funny feeling this is going to be probably last of match of the day. Hmm. Um, I'm going to go for a very narrow 1-0 win to Aston Villa because I struggle to see where the goals are coming from for Bournemouth. Right, right. So you are agreeing with um, with Brad, just the um, other way round. Yeah, yeah. He's going Villa one nil. Oh, sorry, Villa one nil. Sorry, um, nil one. Sorry, mate. Um, unless he's right, then unless he turns out to be right on match day, Chris, and he definitely said Bournemouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you see, I actually disagree with you know the fact about Gerard being under pressure because I think they've 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 invested in Gerard. Um, I think they see him as a future manager that's going to do well for them. And unless Liverpool come knocking, I think he could be there a long time. I think it was a shrewd move when he came down. He has got to prove himself because, as we know, Brad, you know, being, being a great manager in Scotland doesn't necessarily make you a great manager in England. Um, mm-hmm. Well, you know as well, Doug, we're talking about the same guy at Leicester. Um 
I mean, last season, which was sort of his first season there, I mean, they, they actually finished 14th. I think if they finish top half, I don't think it'll be under that pressure, but it's whether they can make it top half or not. Um, I so, so want Bournemouth to stay up because, I mean, it literally is down the road from me and it is a game that I, I would get to see. Um, it's, a, it's like a home game for me. But I, like you say, I it's, it's Scott Parker just worries me. And I think... I think Gerard, I'm, I'm actually going to go, um, I'm going to go 2-0 to Aston Villa. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think uh, I think it'll be an opening, an opening day win for them, to be honest with you. Um, let's see what everybody else has been saying. Uh, Geordie, good evening. How the devil are you, sir? 3-0 Villa. I was actually on um, a loaded mags um, show at 7 o'clock, and uh, unfortunately I had, a Villa fan on there and a Wolves fan, but I have disinfected myself since, so I'm I'm fine. But <laughs> I see the same thing there about about Gerard that you know it all depends. All depends. Let's be honest with you. If Villa end up sort of you know after about ten games, seventeenth or eighteenth, yeah, he, he he could well go. He could well go. Um, so yeah, three 0 Villa for you. Spencer's gone one one Villa Bournemouth. Whoa, first person that's actually gone for a goal today. Um, Daniel, welcome along. How are you? Yeah, I think we all we won't get top six, I'll tell you. Um, and it also says United to be relegated. Uh, we, we would all <laughs> love that, wouldn't we? We would all love that, as Kevin Keegan would say. And Highfield has gone nil nil Bournemouth Villa. That would be last on match of the day, probably, wouldn't it? Uh, James oh, has gone 2 1 to Aston Villa. Uh, Anthony's gone 2 0 to Villa. Uh, and Rene has gone one nil Villa, um, and Scott he's gone three uh, one Bournemouth. Wow, Scott! Wow, wow! Um, what what <laughs> what are you drinking? I'll go I'll nip out and buy some. <laughs> I'm just I'm just I'm just trying to think of uh, John McEnroe. You cannot, you, you cannot be serious, man. You cannot be serious. Exactly. Well, I mean, what what I can do, I mean, I do have John available, um, but I do believe that um, Victor would be more apt on but this one. I don't believe it. <laughs> no. I'm sorry, Scott, but you know, three one. Uh, uh, Ravi's in. Big up, mate. How the devil are you? Happy uh, birthday, Ravi. Oh, is it his birthday? Well, yeah. If you say it's his birthday, then I, I can only really just blame this. Have a happy birthday from us to you. Oh, how. <laughs> How cool is that, eh? I've been waiting <laughs> to use that for like three weeks. <laughs> Happy birthday, Ravi. Happy birthday. Uh, as James says, keep hitting the likes and subscribe if you're new. Thank you very much. And these two guys' descriptions, uh, channels are in the description on YouTube below, so check them out. Um, David, hi, guys. Um, that Leeds game has got draw all over it. Uh, and we've got Tito. Welcome along. Um, watching from Kenya. I'm just going to go 2-1 Villa as well. Welcome along from Kenya, Tito. Um, and Anthony's just laughing at Victor Meldrew. 
Um, and I don't blame him. Uh, Scott does say teams promoted seem to get good results on the first day fixtures. They do. They do, in fact. So I guess they're the unknown quantity, aren't they? But we'll, we'll, I well, think, Chris, Paul, hmm. two Leicester City won after we were crowned champions. We all remember that. And they only had like 11 players fit for the season. So yeah. never know, do we? That's that's <laughs> up there with Bolton, isn't it? That really yeah, that really is, is mate. That really is. We don't we don't like opening days of the season, Leicester. That said, we don't really like thirty-seven weeks of the season either. Um, no. Yeah. Right. So, um, oh god, let me get me get the right mouse. So, Leeds Wolves. Um, now, um, Leeds. Um, one of my favourites to go down, I'm not going to lie. Uh, they managed to obviously beat Brentford 2-1 on the last day of the season, Brad. Uh, and obviously that kept them up, but they were so tight, you know, it was it was lucky. Uh, Leeds, they, before that, they drew with Brighton. They lost to Chelsea, lost to Arsenal and lost to Manchester City. They're, uh, I mean, they've got a manager in. I don't know if anybody ever watches Ted Lasso on uh, on. Uh, on many of you the video things or the, the channels that you watch, it's about an American coming over and managing an English football club, and it is hilarious, totally and utterly hilarious. And that is how I see Jesse March. I think it's the is a weird decision, mm-hmm. but let's be honest with you, Brad. You know, <laughs> we proved wrong before, and he'll go and win them the league now. But do you see do you see it being a tough season for Leeds and how they're going to go off against Wolves? I really do think this is going to be a tough season. And I think it's going to be a tough season for Wolves. Um, I think Bruno Large has faltered to deceive. I know they had that pick up, but I think they were actually, I think ironically, the last time these two met, um, they were Wolves were 2-0 up and they completely capitulated and lost the game 3-2. Uh, and they spiralled towards the end of the season. They were lucky that their middle season really picked them up and had them so high. Up of wise, their end of season form was what you'd call, you know, you talk about a side that was in relegation form uh, for for a big part of it. Yeah. And I honestly think you said this earlier, Doug, about um, about the, the game just we just spoke about. But honestly, this for me is. A, almost a guarantee to be last on match of the day. So I've cursed it to not be last on the match of the day now. And I, I, I agree with you, Chris, about the Leeds manager. Um, it's a strange appointment. They've lost big stars. I, I don't hear too many names they've brought in to replace them. I'm not really sure what's been going on at Wolves, if anything at all. Uh, and and I reckon this has got nil-nil written all over it. Good, nil-nil. On the show I was on earlier, Doug, with uh, on the loaded mag, they actually I say I had a Wolves fan on, and he was yeah. giving it large, and you know there was banter going on between Villa Wolves and me, of course, um, and you know he was shouting out the fact that he, you know, they are the biggest Midlands club, just if you call them Midlands, uh, in the Premier League. Uh, the fact that we finished above them last year with the bad season we had. Um, he was saying that the manager wasn't given the backing. Um, he wanted four players in um, when he joined and he only got one. Um, but you beat them on the last day, 3-1, despite them going ahead, obviously, at the start. Uh, they could only draw 1-1 with Norwich. 
They lost 5-1 to, to, to Man City. They drew 2-2 with Chelsea. And they lost 3-0 to Brighton. Again, that's relegation mm. form, isn't it? It is. Um, look, uh, I'll be honest. Some of the names that I've seen Leeds United buy, um, I'm like, is there a Premier League proven player in there, right? So they've signed Tyler Adams from RB Leipzig. Never played in the Premier League. Brendan Aronson. Red Bull Salzburg, never played in the Premier League. Darko Giavi, Manchester City, 5 million, never played in the Premier League. Rasmus Christensen, Red Bull Salzburg, never played in the Premier League. Mark mm. Roca, never played in the Premier League. Luis Sinistra, never played in the Premier League. So, you've lost Rafinha, you've lost Calvin Phillips, and you've replaced them basically with half the American team. So, technically, you should be Jesse Marsh, America United. Mm. Or Ted Lasso, America United. Um, I'll be honest, Wolves haven't done much in the transfer window. I think that they signed signed the Korean boy, uh, Hwang Hee Chan, uh, on a permanent from Leipzig. And they've signed Nathan Collins uh, permanently as well. I will be honest, this has draw run all over it for me. Mm. Uh, I'm not going to go nil-nil. I think both sides will share the spoils. Um, I'm actually going to go for a 1-1 draw. But I honestly mm. honestly will say this now, both of these sides are definitely struggling this season. Oh, I think we're, I think we're, all, we're all basically in agreement with that. Um, I, I, I just can't... Like like you've both said, you know, if you if you're gonna lose big players, you would hope to be able to replace them with, with players that have got some form of top flight experience somewhere. And no disrespect to American, you know, football, it, it's it's not it's not the best in the world. Um no. I, as I say, to me, I've got I've got Leeds getting relegated every day of the week. Um Wolves I think just because it's Leeds, I'm gonna go for a one nil win to Wolverhampton because I think as bad as Wolves will possibly be this season, I think I just think Leeds are going to be even worse, to be honest with you. Um, so I'm going to go for a 1-0 to Leeds. I'm actually building myself up here to be, definitely be bottom this time, aren't I, after week one? Because you two are agreeing with each other. And I'm going out on a limb and I know I'm going to fall flat on my face. Um, but that's what the fun is all about. Um, Newcastle... Forest, um, what can you <laughs> say about this? Um, I mean, apparently James Madison uh, is it will be a pro. We will be approached a third time from Newcastle. I don't know why clubs do this. You know, if they came in with a decent offer, like Tielemans and Arsenal, come in with the best offer, and we would probably accept it. We are in the middle of a, a stupid situation for Farnas possibly going to Chelsea. We'll talk about that later. Um, but, you know, Brad, Newcastle have got a good manager. They made some good signings. And I do apologise. I don't think I went through everybody's uh, predictions for the uh, last game, did I? Um, for the Leeds Wolves. So let's just catch up on that. Um, uh, um Wolves to win 1-0, says uh, Tito. Um, I think Leeds 1-0. Um, don't know how Wolves will score, says David. Um, 
With Jimenez injured, I can't see Wolves scoring that many goals, says James. Uh, David says he got two tickets for Palace, Arsenal, Man United, Brighton, Spurs, Southampton, and she chose me. What a weekend. <laughs> um, Anthony, oh, I see, she chose you to go with her. Well, good, nice one, mate, nice one. 2-1 uh, Wolves, says Anthony. 2-0 to Wolves, said Spencer. Um, Chris on Leeds, 5,000-1, to 1, says Scott, after going as a 1-0 win to Leeds. Uh, and Matty went 1-1, Geordie went 2-1 Leeds, and uh, James went 0-0, with Rennie going 2-1 Leeds again. So, we're now looking, like I say, at Newcastle, Nottingham Forest. Um, Newcastle beat Burnley on the last day, Brad, obviously sending Burnley down. They beat Arsenal, sorry, Anthony, the, the time before that. Um, they then... They'd lost in Manchester City 5-0. Um, they lost to Liverpool 1-0. And they beat Norwich 3-1. Whether they get Madison or not, obviously, is going to be a saga. Excuse me. But more than anything else, we don't want Forrest to win, do we? No. No. <laughs> no I, I, in fact, the only thing I want Forrest to compete for this season is the 10-point trophy. And by 10-point trophy, I mean Derby. Derby has suffered enough now. They're down in League One, bless them. So they can have that on their conscience why, why, why Forrest can go and get a record blow 10 points and take that trophy and title off them. That's what I want yeah. from Forrest this season. They can go, but, you know, they had a little excitement. They've won the biggest trophy they've ever won since God knows when. You know, the little, you know, the, you know, playoff final, well, they, they can enjoy that. I hope they absorb it for it is because they're going down 20 this season. Going back to being relevant. And, and that Jesus has spoken. Um, <laughs> verily, I did send Nottingham Forest down. Or, as we like to call them, yeah. not Forest, because that really does wind them up. Um, what score are you going for on this one, Brad? <sighs> for competition's sake, I'm going to say 2-1 Newcastle. But if I really wanted to throw one out there, I hope, I hope Newcastle put seven or eight past them. Oh, but I will, say two, I will say 2-1 Newcastle because I feel like it's just something about the way they'll, they'll, they'll get a good start to them. But I think they spent £85 million and most of that on Jesse Lingard, Lingard and his wages. I think it's ridiculous. The, the delusion there with Forrest thinking spending £85 million is suddenly going to get them top four. So, yeah. logically, two one to Newcastle. Um, but I hope it's like eight and all. I'm not, I mean, I'm looking at um, well said, sir. Well said. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Doug, I'm looking at Nottingham Forest's results, and what they do is they put the uh, the last games that they had against Premier League teams. Unfortunately, the last game they played against the Premier League team was us, and um, they beat us, um, and that was in 1999. Uh, apart from that, these were the teams that Nottingham Forest were playing last time they were in the Premier League. They had Blackburn Rovers <laughs> and they had Sheffield Wednesday. I mean, that is how far we're going back. Jeez. You know? Wow. That is... Um, uh... yeah. Yeah, that's a long, long time ago. I mean, it has it has been, that's been what twenty three years since they were last in the in the Premier League. Mm. Some of the signings they made, right? 
Oromangala, Taiwo Wonyi, Musa Niakati, Neko Williams, Brandon Aguilera, Julian Bianconi, Omar Richards, Dean Henderson, Wayne Hennessy, Lewis O'Brien, Harry Toffolo, and Jesse Lingard. Yeah. The, the less said about Jesse Lingard, the better. How they're giving him 200 grand a week is absolutely revolting, in all honesty. Um, Newcastle. Good signings. Nick Pope, surprised not many pl- clubs were in yeah. for Nick Pope, to be mm-hmm. honest. Um, Matt Target, very good um, left back from um, Aston Villa. Sven Botman, I expect him to be a, a good good signing. Lack of striker signing is what I'm worried about for Newcastle. Um, but with that being said, Newcastle is at St James's Park. They'll be wanting to start off very, very well. I think Forrest will look to next week against West Ham to probably, you know, kickstart their season. But for this game, I think that Newcastle will um, win this one. I'm going 2-0 Newcastle. You are going 2-0 Newcastle. Brilliant. Okay, let me just put that one in. I mean, the thing with Forest is they've done a bit of a Fulham to me, that they've gone out and they bought loads of players. Spend uh, too much money. Yeah, but they've spent too much money on average players, not, you know. And you can't Hmm. make that many changes. I mean, again, Brad, you'll remember old Mad Dog when we had him as manager, Martin Allen. He went out and he was like a... a, a, Melan Mandrich was our owner at the time. And it was was like a kid in a sweet shop. And I think we ended up with about 11 left-sided players at that time. But you can't get all those playing together, you know, it's a whole, yeah. virtually almost, I'd say, half a team, isn't it? You know, and, yeah. yeah. They've obviously I got mean, owner who's got the money, but I think it's just, I think they're just sort yeah. of, like you say, picking players out, out out of a, you know, a bin, if you like. Yeah, I think to make it relevant to Forest fans, so they can, you know, compare it to the time of when they were last in the Premiership, all them years ago, what they're essentially doing is the trolley dash part of Supermarket Sweep. Yes. They're just going up and down every aisle and whacking everybody that will get in the trolley and taking it out to the checkout, and it's all come to a whopping total of £85 million and they've got a bonus prize of two grand a week, but they've got to pay that to Lingard. I mean, it's just QPR, Fulham, you're right, it's exactly the same trend, and that's, you know, take, take the rival out of it. That's actually one of the logically reasons why I think they're going to go down. Yeah, straight. Well, I'm going to go because I say, A, I don't like them. I'm not going to hide that fact. And B, um, I I like Newcastle and I think they've got a good manager. I don't think they're going to get James Madison because I think James Madison is actually just kind of saying like, um, uh, you know, these want me. So can I have a bit more money on that contract you're offering me? But even without James Madison, I think they are going to do one on Forest. I'm going 3-0 to Newcastle. Come on, you magpies. That is what I say. Geordie has agreed with me. He's gone 3-0. Rennie's gone one veteran. He's gone 4-0. I hate Nottingham Forest. Don't we all? <laughs> <laughs> There's as good a reason as any, Rene. James has gone 1-1. Newcastle won Nottingham Forest one. Wow. Interesting. Scott, Scott, my man, 6 0. Yes, I'd love well, to. Scott. <laughs> I'm always you know like Scott. I'm going to be honest with you, Scott. I will actually don't mind losing the record if Newcastle put 10 past Nottingham Forest. Um, that's, that's how much I would take it. Um, 
Anthony's gone more reserved. 2-0 Newcastle. Matty 5-0 to the Mags. Um, David actually says his team will struggle. Ninth place at the best. Spencer's gone 3-0 uh, to Newcastle. Ryan has put everything up there for us. So let's just <laughs> Ryan City go. Welcome along, sir. Um, he has gone. Let me just find in the middle of all that. Uh, he's gone Newcastle 2, Nottingham Forest 1. Um, and then he's just added a few more. Uh, uh, let's have a look at some more here. The Tito's gone 2 2. Uh, since Forest will be under pressure. Um, David says he thinks Forest will start the season well, getting strange results and then falling off. And for this one, thanks, Ryan. Just do it because <laughs> I can't keep going back up to your uh, uh, prediction. He's gone 2-1 Newcastle. Um, while David has gone 1-1 scrappy game. The right mixture, and the right mixture there. But again, the majority of people love you guys, think that it's going to be a bad day for Nottingham Forest. Sorry, sorry, Notts Forest. <laughs> and, let, and let's face it, if any of them had, uh, would have dared put Notts Forest down for a win, they'd have found themselves in timeout. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the mods have been warned to do that um, now then we have got Spurs against Southampton and as Anthony reminded me and I had forgotten so thank you Anthony of course we used to have a thing do you remember the daily Tottenham oh yeah when we looked yeah. to see how long it was before how long ago it was that Tottenham actually won um, the uh, well, a title base or any, you know, top level title. So let's do this again, shall we? It's time for the Daily Arsenal. Oh, Anthony, you know, you're trying to drop Spurs in it. Should we, we have a look how long it is since Arsenal last won the Premier League? It is 18 years, 79 days, 5 hours, 6 months and 37 seconds. Oh, 39 seconds, 42 seconds. So, <laughs> Arsenal, oh, I don't think you're going to change that this season. I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Uh I couldn't resist that. I couldn't resist that. Um, Spurs, Southampton. Um, I've got Southampton as well going, possibly going down this season. Um, they've struggled the last few seasons. Ralph may be getting fed up with, you know, not getting, you know, the support that he wants. Um, Spurs beat Norwich 5-0 on the last day. They beat Burnley 1-0, but then who didn't? Sorry, Dan. Tottenham, they also beat Arsenal 3-0. Sorry, Anthony. And they drew 1-1 with Liverpool and they beat Leicester 3-1. Sorry, Brad. <laughs> well, uh, Southampton lost to us 4-1 on the last day. Southampton 2-1. They even lost to Brentford 3-0. They lost to Palace 2-1. And they got one point in the last five games with a 2-2 draw away at Brighton. On the South Coast Derby, um, I, I mean Spurs. They've they've got <laughs> this is the best chance I think they've got of actually getting a trophy this season. They're allergic to it, mate. It ain't 
We'll get nine games into the season. They'll be sat second or third and two points off it. And the fans will be dreaming of the quadruple. Then they get knocked out of the Carabao Cup. They get knocked out. Of, they will get knocked out of the FA Cup in like the third or fourth round. And then they'll be they'll be down in seventh. And Conte would have walked for a massive paycheck. But it's going to start positive, Spurs fans. So you know, enjoy it while it lasts. You can re- re- at least re- release a DVD of you as in the top four for this amount of time. Um, <laughs> Southampton. Southampton's look, you can see I'm speak Steve's near in spirit. That's why yeah. I do it for him. I'm dedicated yeah. for him. I know, but Southampton's sort of got to come to an end, surely, hasn't it? We've seen it over the years with Newcastle. We, we, we saw it with um, Sunderland years ago. Uh, with, you know, you could say, you know, this maybe Leeds is the reason people are talking Leeds uh, for, the, for the relegation for the last season or Everton. But I think they're. they're they're going to get a bit of a beat in there. Mm. I think this is going to be a start of a very long, and I'm sorry to say it, Southampton fans, but it's going to be a long and almost depressing season for you. Um, I think you've kind of got by by the skin of your teeth. Norwich helped out, keep getting promoted. That definitely helped out because that was one spot guaranteed. So did Watford. So, you know, you've had you've counted your blessings. But I think, I think Tottenham will get off to... A flattering 3 0 win. I think it'll be two late goals that make it 3 0, but I don't think the scoreline will reflect how the game goes. I think it'll be scrappy, but I think two late goals will bump her up a pretty they, shoddy. They do yeah. like their late goals, as we well know, Brad. Yeah, you're not right. I'm trying to forget it. All right. <laughs> well, you said it. I'm sorry. Yeah, well, it's like it was like Battlefold Team Faulty Towers. You don't mention it. I, I, got, I thought I got away with it. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm supposed to be neutral. He says, sat here in a Leicester shirt. <laughs> Last season, Doug, though, I mean, Tottenham only got one point out of the two games against Southampton. Yeah. Um, I, I'll be honest, I have Southampton getting relegated this season. Wow. Because I think, because I actually think that. There's only a certain amount of times where you can actually go through season after season, get your points, and then be basically on the beach for like the last nine games. Mm. I think that it's going to come up to Southampton. I think it's going to bite them on the bum uh, this time. Tottenham, I mean, they made some amazing signings. I mean, Ivan Perisic, Forster, Basuma, Richarlison's right, a bit of a big cock anyway. Uh, Clement Longley. Jed Spence as well. I I think this could be an absolute tanking. I really, really do. I I'm sorry, Steve. I predicted Arsenal and, and Tottenham to to win. Yeah. Uh, you know what, mate? He hasn't turned up, so he's got to take it. Um, this is probably I, he'll probably do better because you'll get more points in it for that him. I am going to go four 0 Tottenham. Wow. Is it I can't I can't argue with you. Like I say, I've got Southampton in 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 the bottom, you know, bottom three, uh possibly. Um I I I I just think I said I think they've got the best manager that they've had for, for many, many, many years. And I think they have made some good signings. Um if anybody's going to get, win it, something for them, it is going to be Conte. Whether that's the Premier League, they might be a bit too far behind. Um, 
Man City and Liverpool this season. I think I think Tottenham will be will finish third this season. I'm not going to lie. So I've got to go, and I'm going to actually agree with Doug here. I'm going to go three nil. Are you agreeing with me then? Not Sorry. Doug won four nil, didn't he? Yeah, I think yeah, I'm I agreeing with. Who did I say you I was agreeing good. with? You said you were agreeing with Doug, but then you said three nil. Ah, no, I'm, I'm, it's, it's because I got Steve, and I'm we don't know. I'm agreeing with you, Brad. Three <laughs> nil. Oh, it's been a long day. It's been a long day. Uh, Scott says, "Doug, you will be on Salinix hit list." Um, I probably will be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's not here. What? He's not here. So no, this is it. Last season we actually always went for him that way, didn't we, uh, Brad? But. He's going to get punished this season by going yeah. for whoever stands in for him. Yeah, and, and I think if Doug gets predictions right, we should add points up and then dock from him at the end of the season. For each penalty he gets for missing, mm. punishment. Yeah. <laughs> punishment for <laughs> it. <laughs> okay. Scott goes 3 1. Uh, David goes Spurs routine 2 0 win. Ryan goes 3 0 Southampton. Uh, Tito goes Spurs 3-2. Wow. 3-2. Uh, wow. I know. Anthony 1-1. One, one. Well, we do know well, that Anthony yeah. has got a soft spot for Southampton, hasn't he? You know, he, he, he's got a Southampton... Not say he's got a Southampton top, but he's got a Southampton training top. Let me put it that way, as in a jacket. We, you know, <laughs> So we do know he's got a soft spot for Southampton. Uh, Matty's gone 3-0. Um, I think Anthony. I'm afraid to say that there has been very bold and there has been very, very ridiculous. I think you're a bit of both. The fact that you <laughs> think the Southampton are going to get something of Tottenham. <laughs> I've got to be honest with you. I wasn't expecting that. No one expects a Spanish Inquisition. <laughs> 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 Uh, that was almost as likely. That was almost as likely. Um, right, where are we? Matty's gone 3 0 to Spurs. Spencer's gone 3 1 to Spurs. Rennie 4 0. James 3 1 to Southampton. Uh, Geordie has gone uh, 4 0. And um, Tottenham has gone 3 0. Uh, Ken says Madison is going to Newcastle. 45 million bid accepted. That's news to me. Um, and then we're back to the previous game. So, um, the next game. Let's have a look at what the next game is. Um, let's see what you could have won. Um, <laughs> well, at one point, they were down there with us with the sign-ins, but they've actually managed to make a couple, or be them. I think they're both free agents. Um, Everton survived, not necessarily by the skin of their teeth, but... Are we going to see a different Everton next season, Brad? Yeah, I think we're going to see a worse Everton. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you never specify. I tell you what, that is that is going to actually. I'm going to have to give it this. Oh no! No, I'm not. I'm going to have to give you this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh good old Maisie. Yeah, 
I've got Maisie on the show on one at seven thirty tomorrow night. By the way, so keep your eyes out for her. Um, that's, that's a way to plug that. And yeah. guess, isn't it? I don't. I don't play that when she's on. Otherwise, she claims commission. But um, <laughs> I love that. That's hey. They're going to do worse. <laughs> go on. Sorry, Brad. I had to give you that. Um, but go on. No, well, thank you. At least, at least some people laugh at it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I honestly, again, lost like Leeds, lost the big names, lost the game winners, lost lost the actual only people that seem to know how to put a ball in it for them. I know, granted, Calvert Loon when he was out as well injured, Richarlison was pretty much holding that attack together. He's now gone to Spurs. I'm a bit like Doug's opinion on that. I think he's a not, I don't think he's going to be great at Spurs. I think it's a ridiculous signing. But for Everton, it's a huge loss, you know. And obviously, I know not. You know, we're doing a prediction show, but you know, you say that about most players for certain. You've always got a couple of players that hold it together. And losing that, and Frank Lampard, I don't think he's a great manager. I don't ever think he's been a great manager at all. I don't, I don't know what he did to justify jumping from the Championship to the Premiership with Chelsea, it was literally because he played for him. It's literally the only reason I think he got that. Well, I think we all know that's the only reason he got the job. And I think if they don't go down, they're going to have another miserable season. And I'm sorry, James, but uh, I think they're losing this game and I think they're losing it 2-0. 2-0. Right, let's just um, stick that in there. Nil. Two. Um, I should have put me at the end, shouldn't I, really? Um, I mean, they, they, they Everton lost one since they lose. They got stuffed to Arsenal 5-1 on the last day. They were already down. Uh, they beat Crystal Palace 3-2. They lost to Brentford. They drew with Watford. And, of course, unfortunately, they, they beat Leicester. I mean, Fafana could be playing in a different blue next season, Doug. Um, and the funny thing is, and they're, they're saying Leicester fans should not be surprised because when we got him from Sinetien, he was putting lots of digs up on his social media. And he has he has two Twitters, one in French, one in English. And um, there's... He's made a lot of that. He's taken out the fact he's now he was a Premiership player or a, a, a football player, a professional player at Leicester. He's dropped the at Leicester bit, and he's put things of him walking around with a speech bubble above his head. You know, a, a cloud thing like he's thinking. Um, he, he's doing exactly to us what he did to Saint Etienne. The only thing is, he has just signed a five-year contract, so he's going to be buggered if we say no. Um, but again. Can you see Everton getting anything from this? No. Okay, um, <laughs> heard of one syllable. <laughs> ever am I allowed to basically rant or swear you, on here? You, you you rant away, sir. It makes a change but, for me doing it. Everton are a fucking shambles from top to bottom. I have not seen a worser Everton side than I think the nineties. And I'll say, I'll say this, I'll, I'll say this now: Frank Lampard is guaranteed to be the first manager sacked. He is throwing his players under the bus. 
The other thing as well, what I don't get, Ruben Vinagre, he went from Wolves to Sporting Lisbon, and then Sporting Lisbon had basically allowed him to go on loan to, to Everton. James Tarkowski free from Burnley. That, that's, that's a good signing. That's a good signing. Dwight McNeil scored one goal last season, zero assists. You think he's the next best thing. And there's talk they're getting Adrisa Ganagay back. You're meant to be looking forward, Everton. You're not meant to be looking backwards. Why are you bringing players back? This is what this is what I don't get with Everton. Your club is an absolute shambles from top to bottom. I think you're going to struggle again this season. I actually have you 17th just surviving. Um, Frank Lampard will be sacked, and whoever comes in, Big Sam or whoever it is, I, I honestly think that Everton are going to have a long season, and it's going to be one of those where... Look, Chelsea, they've made some good signings. I'll, I'll give them that. But this game, the fans are still toxic. There's still, there's still like um, protests and everything against Farhad Mashiri, who has been an absolute disastrous owner, pissing money up the wall, basically throwing money away on absolute shit. I read something was it three hundred eighty nine million spent over the last three years on absolute shite. Chelsea three 0 you're getting tanked. <laughs> So, you don't see Everton having a good season, then? No. <laughs> their squ- honestly, their squad is absolutely awful. Dominic Calvert-Lewin wants to be a Gucci um, model. Tom Davis is like, he, he wants to be someone um, like that as well. Honestly, Everton, just their players are just shockingly bad. And they've still got Seamus bloody Coleman at right back. The guy's 39 years old. Look, I know Liverpool of James Milner, right? But James Milner is more reliable than Seamus Coleman. Seamus Coleman keeps getting injured every single season. I hope you give that Nathan Patterson a go as well. But no, for me, I think Lampard is definitely going to be sacked first. Welcome along to the Wheel of Frank Lampard channel. How are we all doing tonight? <laughs> Jesus, I've, not, I've never heard someone sit on the fence so much about the press. <laughs> that is, that, I'm just thinking what I'm looking at here and thinking what can I what can I say to that? Um, uh, I don't know. Um, I think I think well I think a lot of Everton fans will be thinking this about you, Doug. I will look for you, I will find you, and I will kill you. <laughs> if you don't know the answer to that question, then I think you, 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 are, you are an ostrich. <laughs> but Dwight, and Dwight McNeil, whatever he's called, he's been scoring in pre-season friendlies. And when I speak to um, um, Elton Wellsby, who's a big Everton fan, obviously ex-ITV um, um, sports presenter... He, he absolutely loves Lampard and thinks he's going to do it. Mm. Either of you. I mean, I, <laughs> sorry, I didn't say who that was to then, in fairness. Let's get back to Brad. I mean, I think Doug has probably got nothing left to say about Everton. <laughs> I just, I, again, it's, again, I made the comparison before I get the prediction. Mm. They're, they're getting rid of pretty much the couple of players that really shine for them. And I mean, 
I it's weird to say it because obviously if they go down, it will seem like a disaster. But I think it will look more, it will look less out of place if they go down this season than it would have if they went down last season. Because at least last season they had some talent, and you you, mm. you, you think after that, you like if Richarlison's going to throw his, I'm not saying he did, but I'm saying if if you risk if you potentially risking a blow up and Richarlison being one of them players that throws his toys out of the pram and demands to move away, sort of thing, you can't help it. But reinvest it. Go out because you've just survived. And you remember what happened to Everton in the 90s at like early 2000s where they were barely scraping on sort of thing. I, I, you know, you probably remember them years as well as I do, Chris, when Everton were like sponsored by one-to-one and they weren't exactly, you know, there's some torrid yeah. seasons. Yeah. And what you've kind of got to do there is go, OK, last season was a blip. We're rebuilding again. They've got a washed-up Deli Alley who let his own career wash up by sitting on the Tottenham bench when he should have moved. You know, mm. when, when it doesn't sit right with the club, it doesn't matter who it is or what the situation, he should have left long ago. He's ruined his career. They're stagnant. Their, their transfers are agreed to our costly, but he also played on a relegated Burnley side. I don't know. I just don't see anything about them. I just think that maybe, maybe there's three worst teams of them. But if they don't learn the lesson this season and they go and piss more money at the ball, they will run my relegation list for next season. I agree totally with that. I think there is three worst teams. Uh, I didn't think Lampard was the right choice. I think with uh, Mashiri, it's almost like the Glaziers. I mean, the Glaziers just threw money at the wall and see what would stick. And the fact of the matter was Mm. that they had Alex Ferguson... And he kept, you know, he was saying, this is who I want this. He, you know, they had that. Mashiri hasn't got that. You know, he's he's so he's, he's doing like yeah. Forrest, really, if you like. So, yeah, we'll have that. Oh, he's available. We'll have him. Without thinking about it. And are they the right players or anything like that? And I think that's the shame. Chelsea's going to be interesting this season because, yes, they've got money. But they've not got the money, I don't think, that they had under Abramovich. So, it's going to be interesting what happens with them. But I mean, I, I can't, I can't go against you two. I have got to go. Um, mm, I'm going to do, 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 do. It's nil to Everton. I'm going to go. Um, I'm going to go three Chelsea. I really am. Um, and of course, we come on to the. Well, let's just have a look. Say what everybody else is saying. Uh, Calvert Lewin is a doubt for Saturday. Picked up a knock in training. That's not going to help your causes, is it? Uh, Tito, Everton nil, Chelsea three. Um, uh, let's just go down here. Um, Everton 1-1, one, one, uh, says Richo. James, wow. as an Everton fan, James says, spot on, Doug. Couldn't agree more. Uh, thanks to the frauds, Mushiri and Ken Wright causing the circus at our club. Um and Davies says, I remember when Everton were champions in 85, uh, they've fallen down hard. Um, James said he's put, the, he's put them 17th as well. Mashiri sell up. Um, <laughs> DCL injured in training. Yeah, was, yeah that's, that's right. Um, Anthony says, we love you, Dougie. Um, I'd, uh, I'd, lock, I'd lock your doors, Doug. I would lock your doors. <laughs> Just in case. I think that's a threat more than a compliment. Oh, David's got to go. Bye, David. Thanks for popping in, mate. Take care. Uh, James said, if we do go down this time, then we will remain in the lower divisions for a long time. 
You could be like, what happened to Sunderland, Portsmouth, Coventry, Ipswich, and indeed Leicester, to be honest with you. Um, and then David's gone, it's gone just as he's going. Leicester 2, Brentford 1, uh, United 2 0 over Brighton, and West Ham 1 1 with Man City. We are now on to the Sunday games, and we will be back uh, to look at the Sunday games straight after this, if I can find it. <laughs> Here we go. Watch us on YouTube. Listen on your favourite podcast platform. Or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow and join in now. Please do subscribe to the channel and smash those likes. It really does help us with old YouTube algorithms. Please subscribe and subscribe to these two fine gentlemen as well. Why not? When I say fine gentlemen, it's because they're here. But the details are in the description below. Um, please give them a sub to their channels. Two great channels. Um, match of the weekend. Um, I'm not going to lie. I am very, very worried about this, Brad. Um, we finished the season off well. And it was good to see once we got all our players back that we actually started to win again. Uh, four past Southampton. We actually got a draw with Chelsea. Five past Watford, three past Norwich. Um, and people say, well, yeah, look who it was. It was Norwich, Watford, Southampton. But we were struggling earlier in the season to get more than sort of one nil wins. But we've, we've still got that set of players, haven't we? Yeah. And, we know that this yeah. is a set of players that can finish fifth. We know it's a set of players that can win the FA Cup. But I, I don't know. You know, if we get the injuries again... Well, yeah. Obviously, if that happens again, we're gonna we're gonna face the exact same problem. Yeah, minus no, you know, not playing on a Thursday. But that was by the bar. It's still a difficult season, a difficult campaign. If you suffer with injuries, and regardless of what eventually ends up happening, I just cannot fathom a way that Leicester don't at least start the season with. Fafana, Tillemans and Madison. A little bit annoyed with the whole Tillemans situation because it's either mm. do the right thing and, 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 and work something out with the club, like we've discussed many a times, Chris, in terms of yeah. putting something in the contract, or bugger off. As much as I love him and everything he's done, it's just caused stress after stress and either we need to get something from now or he needs to say, I don't want, I don't want, you know, me being able to talk to other clubs and go on a free and disrupt the season because I don't want him starting for instance if that's the case I don't want him playing against Brentford if he's not going to be or potentially pre, pre-contract signing in January but you're right with the team achieving it's around they're, they're probably going to be there for the first game of the season Casper's the only question mark I think it's safe to say that's going um, he'll be into France I'm pretty sure we'll start the season with a different keeper mm-hmm. but I still think that we'll get off to a good comfortable start and I don't know why I don't know if again another team that's been a bit strange in the transfer market I don't I think like when we had Aspen Canviasso they weren't probably they were holding out thin hopes maybe that Ericsson would sign an an extension with them and and he's chose not to obviously he's at Manchester United and if you look back at their form they probably in all fairness were, were going down the slide like Sheffield United second season syndrome until they signed him in January, weren't they? They were on a terrible run of form. He gets there and, and, and the impetus is there to push on. I'm not saying that I think they'll go down. I just don't, 
you know, I think they'll 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 struggle at times during the season. And it's weird. I saw an interview on Sky about Casper about put up by Sky Sports, still insisting on the family mentality that's there. And I think what we've seen through years when we've lost some players, um, mm. is there's always a come together and we will still pull through. And we've still got a quality squad if these players do eventually go and we don't make any signings. But again, it's about staying fit. That's the big key for us. But I think Leicester will get off to a bit of a stunning 3-0 home victory. Wow. Wow. Um, yeah, that's what I like. And who who's who's going to be between the sticks for Leicester? Danny Ward. He deserves it. He deserves he it. I agree. Is he is he fit? I'm not sure whether he's because he's, he's not played in yeah. any games yet, has he? He's had a bit. According to reports, he had a um, he had a behind the closed doors game to get his fitness uh, to work on right. his fitness. Make right. sure he's ready. So he's yeah. been cleared of injuries. Had a behind the doors fixture, so Danny Ward should be ready for um, Brentford. Good. I mean, uh, Doug, I mean, you know, if we haven't got the money that we were, you know, we said not to have, I mean, the Wolves fan earlier kept trying to tell me that we were we were penniless. We're not penniless. And it, we just, we've got 27 players and we've got a 25-man squad to fill. We've, paid, you know, we've got a lot of overpaid fringe players. Um, but, you know, if we're going to sell Schmeichel, we'll get maybe 850000 for him, I've read somewhere. One of the highest wage pay, um, wages off the off the wage bill. Um, we don't need to go out and buy. You know, we've been linked with Dubrovnik at Newcastle. Leno, thank God, he signed at Fulham because we were linked with him. Um, but we've got Danny Ward there. You had him obviously as a reserve keeper. We've had him as the reserve keeper. I like him, and I think he's a. He, I think he's a better. He controls the box better than Schmeichel. Yeah. Um, look, I'm gonna be honest. I think all the <clears throat> all the all the contract and like transfer issues about Leicester, it's gotta be really, really worrying and very detrimental to the um, to the like the the, the squad. Um, you'll be very interested to know that Brentford are about to sign probably one of the players of the Euros. Um, for the the twenty twenty Euros, Damsgaard from Denmark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I, I think I think Doug missed that one. Um, I yeah, yeah. I, I did read that. Um, a, a Danish player signing for Denmark. Who knew? Um, yeah, Bramford. Thing that worries me about Brentford is though, I mean, they what they wanted to buy Vestergaard off us. I mean, <laughs> that's, uh, that's the height of their, uh, you know, targets this season. Then you know, yeah. buy Brentford. Well, well, to be fair, Fulham, Fulham wanted Vestergaard as well. Um, yeah, indeed. I, indeed. I, I think if it was any other team than Brentford, I think you would probably start well. But just all this uncertainty over Madison, all this uncertainty over Telemans, and obviously, you know, you're you're gonna you're gonna be missing Schmeichel as well. Oh, this is, this is such a hard one to call because you know, if you didn't have the Madison uncertainty, if you didn't have Telemans uncertainty, if I was Leicester. 
this is what I would do. Don't play Madison and don't wow. play Tielemans because I think what's going to happen is I think Tielemans will probably go before the end of the transfer window. And I don't think Leicester can turn down, was it 60 million now they're wanting for Madison or is it close to 75? Whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I don't see you being able to turn that down. So that being said, I think Brendan Rodgers, this for me, could be his last season. I think he has had enough time to get this squad to sort of gel. And also, I think he only really spends sort of three seasons at a club. And this is kind of his sort of three and a half almost. Um. I am very, very sorry to say this, but I am going to go for Brentford to win 2-1 because of all oh, the yeah, uncertainty. Because of, of all the uncertainty over Madison, over Telemans, I think it might be a bit of a... Yeah, I can mute him, Dan. <laughs> Bad, don't worry. I can mute yeah. him like that. Then we go hear him. <laughs> yeah. 3-1 <laughs> Leicester, I think he said. 3-1 Leicester. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah. I, I I take on board. Yeah, I mean, I do take on board what you're saying. Um, the thing is, we 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 are not penniless. If we do not make, if we do not sell a player in this window, we will not be on the. You know, we will not be going out of business. We have got to, and you know, sometimes I I do sometimes take my blue tinted spectacles off and actually look at this quite sensibly. But we've got to be careful of FFP. We've got, we haven't got the biggest stadium in the country. We've got some average players, as Brad will admit, on very good wages that we can't get rid of. Chowdhury, Mendy, Vestergaard, <coughs> and etc. Um, but we basically, if we sign some players, then we can't, you know, if we include them, we've got to drop somebody else out. We're paying somebody for not even playing. I mean... <laughs> And if we drop Telemans, if we drop Madison, we are in a way cutting our nose off despite our faces. Because, you know, mm. if we drop them and we lose, well, who, who's, who's won in that situation? Not us. Newcastle. Um, yeah. And if they, if that happens, we want, we want, we want them to put it in the shop window so they can see it. Now, it's also a World Cup year. So all these players are going to want to impress because they want to get in the World Cup. Tielemans wants to get in the Belgium squad. Madison, good luck with this, uh, mate. But he wants to get in the England squad. Fafana wants to get in the French squad. Now, if Fafana goes to Chelsea, will he play regularly enough to be picked? I don't know. If he stays at Leicester, he'll be playing every game. And I think he's probably got a good chance of getting in the squad. We don't need to sell more than one. Um, and it will, you know, Tielemans, we haven't had an offer for him, and that is the trouble. 12 months ago, they'd have been queuing at the door. He just scored an amazing goal in the FA Cup final. He's, he's been out of, you know, the last season, he's, he's been more of a defensive player. So we've got to get an offer, though. If we don't get an offer, we don't, we can't sell him. And maybe Arsenal. Uh, letting the clock tick down. 
Leicester may make the decision because we lost thirty million pounds on Slomani because we that's what we paid for him and we let him go on a free. But Leicester may decide. Well, hang on then. We'll keep him for that extra year, and he might get us into Europe. You know, I I got asked the question earlier. Well, I asked myself the question on the show earlier. Is Tielemans the difference between us finishing eighth and seventh? Yes, he could be if he's obviously played in the right position. If we can get into Europe, that money may just negate what we lose by letting him go on a free. Yeah, and if he gets us back into Europe, you know, who knows, he might change his mind. But we are, I think we will only sell one player. And I think that's the thing with Madison. So, I mean, you know, Darren Bent came out and said, don't go to Newcastle. It's a, it's a backward step for you. Somebody's saying the same about Fafana as well. I do blame um, Brendan Rodgers for this because I do think coming out and saying you've got to sell first is like sticking a sign up that says fire sale above the KP. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we, I could say we've always sold one big player most summers. We didn't last season um, following Chilwell and Maguire. One one will go, but it's a case of which one. Um, and yeah, it, Brendan is the seventh highest paid manager in the Premier League. He's now got to you know earn his money, as they say, you know. But we've got a lot of youngsters coming through. I am worried. I'm gonna, not going to lie, but I can't bet against my team. Um, I'm going two one to Leicester because I think we will still. Uh, we still can see the goal. I can see that happening. Oh, I forgot Ward in in goal. Um, bad. We may we may be better at corners. Who knows? Maybe. <laughs> uh, Kate's in. Good evening, Kate. Um, hope you are well, Kate. I uh, hope Dan's well. Um, Scott says I don't like how Brendan said Madison is not for sale. As you said that about Sterling when at Liverpool, he, he you know he's he's going to decide one thing, but top and the board are going to they're going to have the final say, you know. Um, the problem is as well, Sterling threw his toys out of the pram, didn't he? Unless unless yeah. a player does that, a manager as well within a reason to. Tino hasn't thrown his toys out the pram though, not like yeah, Marlon did. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And on that on that for final thing, it kind of. Stems of Harry Kane, doesn't it? With what their fans said about them, and why did he sign a five-year deal? Yeah, it just baffles me sometimes these deals. But hey ho. But that puts us in a strong position because we can go and say, look, all right, give us 85, 90 million for him. Because Maguire was yeah. ninety for five, sure, sure. at least ninety. Uh, Anthony said, if Madison and Tienemans go, would indeed he be next? Well, he's injured, so you know, come, come and get him. Um, is it Brentmark now or Denford? Says Scott, like it, Scott. Uh, James Brentford getting Damsgaard is a steal for them. Uh, depending on who we lose this summer, I think we'll define where we end up. But a fancy 2 1 to Leicester. Uh, Matty Roundtree has gone 2 1 to Leicester. Always like that man, always liked him. Uh, Anthony says, I'll put Everson in goal. Uh, James, few pundits and several people think you guys will struggle. I've got you down for seventh this season. Can't see you struggling. That people, I'd, th- this squad, even if we don't sell, don't buy, this squad will not be in a relegation fight. You know, we'll be, uh, you know, we got eighth last season in a European semi final, and we, we had all <laughs> half of the team out injured all season. Uh, Kate, everybody's saying hello to Kate. Um, 
Kate says, RIP the pen prediction show on a Friday night. We'll miss our 9 p.m. slot on the Friday. Kicking your <laughs> All right, Kate, you won it last season. And you know, <laughs> I tell you what, do you want to come on this every week? I can fit a fourth column on there. If you want to come on here and we'll see how good you are. <laughs> Rene said he will miss Fafana. He's not gone yet, mate. Uh, 3 1 in favor of Leicester, says Tito. James 2 1. Um, uh, erect aisle dysfunction. Oh, yeah, okay, okay, okay mate. Geordie, uh, two for life, Leicester three, Brentford two. Um, if, um, Doug, if you want to sort out that gentleman, um, with a new sub comment, uh, for me, please. Ben has gone three one, Leicester. David's gone two one to Brentford. If he's not been done, I don't, it doesn't show me whether he's been done on that one. So, well, there's a yeah, lot I've done a no class, done, just done it. Ah, brilliant. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Right. So, um, uh, Manchester United versus Brighton and Hove Albion. I mean, bad. I mean, you know, if you say that we've had a bad season, Man United, yes, I know they've still got a European place, but my God, Leicester, Everton, Man United, they were the terrible three last season, weren't they? They were the terrible trio, weren't they? Just, I mean, how bad do you have to be to sack your, sack your manager with an interim and put an interim in charge and then have to sack him and, and change his role before the season's even finished? And now, oh, it's just... You, you know, right, and Doug, I'm sure you can appreciate this. You, you know, Liverpool fans for many, many years always got that stick for that same old saying of it's our year. And what do I feel like over the next few years we're going to slowly, because it's already starting to happen, we're going to see the turn of Man United fans under Eric, 10, 11, 12, oh, that embarrasses song is an embarrassment and should be banned and, and, and met with prison sentence for coming up with it. But they were awful last season. I mean... Oh, if 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 underachievement got you relegated, Manchester United would be lining up against um, Huddersfield, Luton, Millwall, etc. This season, and not the likes of Man City, Liverpool, Leicester, and uh, and uh, Spurs and that. But here we are; uh, they are under a new regime, and they're up against a very stern, sturdy opposition last season. They're quite frustrating. You know, I went on a little bit of a. Uh, a prediction spree of never predicting to win or lose, and 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 that one on a run for me. Yeah, this time I'm not because the one thing that always gets this sort of fan base riled up is that pain in the ass, uh, false dawn, where they always seem to have a good start. All of a sudden, man, use the great, you know, you know, ten hog will be the greatest thing since sliced bread was invented. Eleven uh, hog, eleven hog. Now, no, I was, yeah, sorry, twat hog. I mean, ten hog. I mean, whatever. <laughs> um, you know, it'll be the greatest thing for size bread. They're going to win it all, uh, uh, and it'll all start with a two nil um, revenge win against Brighton for them because they got embarrassed by Brighton, and rightly so. Brighton were fantastic when they played them. They beat them. What was it? Four, four nil or four two. I know we beat them 4-2. I might be confused. Yeah, they only beat them 4-0, second to last yeah. of the season. Yeah, they, they humiliated them. And I think that's the sort of results that this manager will be making damn right they um, try and roll out. 
I think, you know, there's nothing against Brighton early doors. I just think, you know, Manchester United are going to have one of them seasons where it will start off and they'll be insufferable for the first six or seven weeks of the season. So I'm going to new Manchester United, but uh, I I still wouldn't hasten to add Brighton Nick at some point. I mean, Man United actually only got four points in their last five games. Uh, Doug, I mean, I think Man United last season were just bloody lucky to have Cristiano Ronaldo. Because uh, I think without him, they'd have probably be finished further down the league. And he doesn't look, you know, he, he looks like he's doing it for fun and wants to leave. Uh, can you blame him? I mean, he doesn't have faith, I don't think, that... Um, Man United are going to do with it well this season because he wants to win trophies and he, he wants to go, you know, he wants to be off. Oh, Man United. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, Let's just be if we're going to talk Man United, then I suppose, in fairness, I should have played. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. I, I have to. I have to be honest. If there is any Manchester United fan that thinks this is going to be a quick fix, you're in for a long season, because there is just no way I see Manchester United getting into the top four. Like we've got the Europa League to think about as well. They've got that Thursday Sunday um, football um, as well. Mm. Brian had the third best away record of the uh, in the Premier League last season. Only Liverpool and Manchester City had better away records. Um, I have to say, I was impressed with Brian last season. They have lost Basuma. They look like they might be losing Cucurella as well. But there is always a shock result on the opening day of the season. Yeah. I am going to go for a very entertaining Manchester United 2 Brighton 2 I'm going for a 2-2 draw You're going for a Desmond? Wow Yeah Um, I get I get what you're saying I get what you're both saying there uh, about it I mean Brighton you know I'm not Graham Paul's biggest fan you know but he Proved something to me last season because I said go out and you know prove you're that good that everybody seems to think you are. Everybody was blowing smoke up his ass, and for a while I was thinking like, my God, he might actually get them into Europe. And then they went through a time where they were actually bottom of the form league. Uh, <laughs> that's how bad a, a run they were having. But then he got them back up again, um, finished sort of mid-table security. Uh, they're a bit hampered by they're not able to keep hold of the, the big names uh, and, and they've gone but if this was at Brighton I could actually see Brighton nicking it um, and it will be interesting to see if Man United give him, certainly the fans because I think the Glaziers, if the fans say you know to a degree Jump. They they say, how far do you want us to jump? Because they just want to keep the fans happy after the you know the debacle of the ELS and the way that they are with the club. Um, like I say, I think it would have gone wrong a lot sooner had it not been for Alex Ferguson. I think Ten Hag, a bit like Conte at Tottenham, he is he is the man to make changes if he's given time, and that is the thing. You know, Manchester United think it as you just said, it's going to be a quick fix. 
you know, got a new manager and we're going to win the Premier League next season. They don't seem to be saying that this season. They almost kind of like, I say, yeah, we want to give him a bit more time. It is going to be maybe a two or three year project. It took Liverpool 30 years from winning the top flight to winning it again. So Man United, you know, you've still got a few years to go yet. It's not, you know, you've ha- you had your time. It's now Man City at the moment, you know. But I, I'm actually, you stole my thunder there a little bit. Um, but you did make the point, uh, Doug, that they have lost some of the, you know, possibly losing another one of their, their, their good signings. Um I'm going to go, because I've said we don't know what's happening with whether Nardo we're playing or not, I'm going to go 1-1. I'm going to go 1-1. And it'd be interesting to see if Ronaldo turns up or he just turns up for the pre-match talk and then leaves. Well, <laughs> let's hope the Brighton upper weekend. I'm leaving, Chris. I'm, I'm going. These jokes are getting too bad. But you're both, you're both competing for that one. <laughs> oh, all I can say is rock on, Brighton. It appears that you two can't make bad, good jokes, can you? No, no, we can't. We can't. Uh, uh, we, we haven't got Charlotte in, thank goodness, because she comes up with some, uh, some even worse ones than us. I love for that one good joke that time. Um Tito goes 4-0. Um, 4-0 confirmation loading. Uh, I presume you're going 4-0 Brighton there. Um, James, my worry for Brighton this season is their lack of goals. They need a striker to get at least 15 goals a season. They didn't last season, so you're quite right there, James. I've not addressed that yet. Um, knowing our luck, they'll come in and, and, and pinch Dakar off us. Um, Daz has gone 3-0 to Brighton. Wow. Wow, Daz. Um, welcome along as well, Daz. Nice to have you here. Uh, Anthony says Man United will finish sixth after going for a 1 0 win. Um, Anthony says he calls him 10 Bob. Um, uh, and he also agrees with me that they would have finished 12th had it not been for Ronaldo. Um, Kate bottles out of doing the prediction show. Uh, she wants to just go up against Dan because she knows she'll beat Dan every week. Uh, which is probably true, actually. Um, the mystery man, I just can't see United losing first game of the season. Uh, and Geordie gone, Man United won, Brighton three. Um, oh, he you changed your mind because you went Manchester United 2 0 there. Oh, no, the mystery man's gone 2 0, sorry. Um, and Rennie's gone 4 0, Brighton. Wow. Wow, Rennie. Oh, we've got a bot in if anybody is. Uh, can deal with that for me, please. Um, we don't allow adult chats in here. Already done it. Brilliant, sir. You're a gentleman. Thank you very much. Last game. Last game of the uh, prediction. Um, and let's hope it's going to be a lot easier to do these shows this season. With, without, Although, have you said that, uh, Brad? I don't know why, but on the Premier League... Um, list of fixtures on the Premier League website, it's got date to be confirmed, Leicester, Nottingham Forest. No idea what's going on there. Oh, I have no idea either, you know. Uh, maybe Nottingham Forest are really scared of us already. Um, 
he says, very much tongue in cheek. Um, but we're down to the last game. Uh, West Ham, who were lucky last season, they started off well. I thought they might actually finish higher, um, taking on the reigning champions still. Sorry, Doug, Manchester City. Uh, this could be an interesting game because, you know, West Ham have made some good signings and they've held on to Declan Rice. Yeah, they they have. Um, and I think they'll really want to get the most out of him this season uh, because I'm not sure how much longer they're going to keep hold uh, of a player of that calibre. Uh, you're right, they have invested well. Um, but I don't know. I just feel a sense of burnout. I think we noticed they went for a bit of a burnout when they put all their eggs into one basket, as I say, in terms of um, in, in terms of um, going for that competition and show their league form dipped. I still see David Moyes being their manager come the end of it. Um, I don't think they're going to be in any trouble uh, of what of such, but I think they have the potential to have maybe a season like Leicester where it's a little bit underwhelming in terms of where they finish. Um, uh, I know he's had a lot of stick already because of that infamous miss in the Community Shield, um, which we can confirm is only a massive, massive English Super Cup trophy when you win it. Exactly. Um, it's another pre-season friendly now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, really, really. Um, but everybody was keen to slate him because that seems to be a trend in football when you pay a lot of money for someone they make one pound and mistake. Well, he's garbage and they should sell him straight away in the January window and he's not even kicked the ball in the Premiership yet. West Ham do like an upset, though. I still remember when they beat Arsenal like the opening day and that Reese Oxford scored. They've had a few upsets on here. Uh and, you know, that they nearly, I think, didn't they nearly cause an upset and beat, didn't they nearly beat um, Man City uh, near the end of last season when, like, in Mara's penalty stopped them turning the game on its head? But I, I believe West Ham, wasn't it, that nearly uh, stopped Man City? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, Man City beat them 2-1 in November and then it was 2-2 in, yeah. in May, yeah. Yeah, and I think, man, I think, West Ham were, were, were leading that in that game. So, they've shown they've got the capabilities to cause an upset. Uh, I think this all depends on Man City, doesn't it? Because, you know, when, when Liverpool romped to the season, you know, this is this will be going for, I think, a third title in a row. Um, you talk burnout of other clubs. Well, they, when they burnt out that season, in particular, they burnt out pretty horribly, didn't they? They were 20-odd points off. Liverpool at one stage and it didn't get much better when the season concluded. I don't know if I can see something like that happening again, but I can see an instant upset. And you know what? I'm going to give West Ham a 2-1 opening day win. Wow. Um, I'm just going to say quickly, um, bye to Tito. Um, he's gone 3-1 City. Uh, he's got he's got to go. Bye, guys. Uh, I've enjoyed. Uh, thanks for popping on, Tito. Sorry, just repeat that again, uh, Doug. You go for it. Did you say 2 1? It was me. I said, no, sorry, yeah, Brad. I said, sorry. I said, sorry. Yeah, I said 2 1 West Ham. 2 1 West Ham. Um, you spanked their arse, didn't you, really, Doug, in the uh, community shield? Um, I'm yeah, sure they'll turn up better than that 
um, when the season starts. But West Ham, you know, they're, they're no fools. They were like almost like best of the rest last season, weren't they? Yeah, I, I, I was very impressed with West Ham last season. And, you know, obviously they got into the um, Europa um, semi-final. Um, but unlucky not to get to the final in, in the end. But I think Eintracht Frankfurt were definitely one of the best um, teams uh, to win it. Um, Man City are usually slow stars. They lost to Tottenham last season. Um, but that Community Shield loss will have hurt Pep hard. And I think what's going to happen is I think they're going to... When they're a wounded animal city, they're not uh, They're not the team you want to face at the start of the season, um, especially. But I, I think this is going to be a very good one to watch. Um, but I can only see uh, Man City win. Uh, I don't think they're going to keep a clean sheet. I am going to go for a 2-1 win to uh, Man City. Oh, so reverse to uh, Brad. Um, what was the story? Because, I mean, they, they did lose it. Um, Geordie, Tomb for Life, has got to pop off as well. Thank you a lot, Geordie, uh, for popping on. Great show, lads. Nice to see you smiling, Chris. Thank you very much. Um, good night, everyone. Keep safe. All the best, Geordie. Um, what was the story behind Man City not collecting the medals? They just point blank refused them, Chris. Yeah. They just point yeah. blank refused them. I just don't get that. That's such petty childishness, isn't it? It's such a, it. You know, we 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 always joke, don't we, and say that Man City are like a, a spoiled club, but they're making the players that spoiled. Why would you refuse a medal? Yes, you lost. Get over yourselves. It was you lost. Take mm. the medal. It's just yeah. disrespectful. I, I just, I'm just googling it now. Um, I'm just, I'm trying to find one that isn't a actual video. Um, Man City accused of not collecting Community Shield runners up medals. Guardiola um, reacts. Um, it's just, I don't think I'm going to be any, any the wiser, to be honest with you. Um, I mean, they were ripped one off for doing it. Um, but so City boss Pep Guardiola insisted these accusations were wider than Mark during his post-match interview with ITV. The interviewer said, your players didn't receive the medals, they didn't accept the medals. Guardiola immediately interjected, replying, of course we accepted the medals. And the interviewer responded, it wasn't easy to see. <laughs> so, right, okay. Um... Uh, somebody says here, who knew runners-up medals in the community shield were a thing anyway? We uh, wouldn't know, would we, Brad? We wouldn't know because we only get winners' ones. Uh, yeah, I know, right? It's an art life. But um, <laughs> also, it, it, seems, it seems to be this new mentality that all clubs are going. Because do you remember Chelsea? Do you remember how they were when they lost to us in that FA Cup final? Yes. They, they also seem to just sling them over the shoulders, just sort of half-grab them and not really... Take the medals. I just don't get it. What do, what are we doing to spot to these cup competitions to show how irrelevant they are? If the losers go, we're not bothered. Don't want more. We don't want that. I right, just take it. Take it as it is. You know what I mean? It just annoys me. It does, and it's almost like um, 
you know, the fact that, well, we're used to winning. We don't want losers' medals, you know. You know, some clubs are happy of a medal, but there we go. Um, now, for me, um, West Ham have been the surprise package. Man City are slow starters. Um, they they will be hurt. I mean, we know the slow starters, don't we, Dog? We, we beat them 5-2 uh, in the first, I think, the second game one season. Um, yeah, wasn't was that the... Was that the COVID season? Twenty twenty one. Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. 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 Um, uh, I, mean, I know they didn't have a, you know much of a defence, but you know we got a few penalties. But I, I think this is going to be a sh- because it's at West Ham. If it was at Man City, I'd edge towards them. But because it's at West Ham, I'm actually going to go two two on this one. Uh, finished two two last season, so you you could easily. Easily be right. And uh, just for um, Anthony and obviously Chris, um, Gianluca Scamacca um, signed from Sassuolo. Um, I think he's going to go straight into the um, team on um, Sunday. So he, he could give the City backline a, a very interesting game for yeah. sure. Yeah, I think that's going to be a good a good signing. Um so there we go then. So uh Palace Arsenal, Brad and Steve, sorry, Brad and Steve, Brad and Doug uh went for the Arsenal win. Uh, I went for a draw uh with Fulham, Liverpool. We all went for Liverpool. Sorry, Fulham. Um don't don't, um, don't unpack your suitcases, as they say. Uh Bournemouth against Villa. Um Brad went for the uh, Bournemouth win. The, uh, we myself and Doug went for um, so he went for the Bournemouth, we went for the Villa win. Uh, Leeds United Wolves, um, Brad went for a draw, a goal as probably last game or match of the day, 0 0. Um, 1 1 for Doug and 1 0 to Wolves for me. Uh, we all think and hope and pray that Newcastle stuff Forest, uh, the same with Tottenham and Southampton. Uh, Chelsea are going to beat Everton. Um, yeah, the two Leicester fans stayed loyal. Doug's news not coming back on the channel again went for Brentford to beat us. <laughs> <laughs> Man United, Brighton, I went for the draw, as did Doug, uh, with Brad going for a Man United win. And then West Ham, Man City, um, I went for the draw. Um, we were completely split on this one. Uh, Brad went for West Ham and Doug went for Manchester City. So there we go. Let's see what people are saying. Marcus says 5-1 to Manchester City. Um, Tito, as we saw, said 3-1 to City. Man City 2-1 says Anthony. Wow, Rennie, 6-0 to Manchester City. Um, that'd be an entertaining game. 2-1 to Man City says James. And Geordie says um, 3-1 to West Ham. And we don't we won't ask what the love chat, what they predicted. Um, guys, <laughs> thank you very much. Tomorrow we have got. Let me just get rid of all of this. Um, thank you, first of all, Doug. Thank you so much for jumping on at the very last minute. My pleasure, Chris. Anytime. Really do appreciate that. Um, good friend of the channel, and um, yeah, we, we, we will have to have a break. We I don't, I don't think there's a show tomorrow that I actually fully need you on, but um, no. Thank you so much uh, for, for jumping on for Steve. Steve will probably thank you because you'll probably get more points than he would have done. 
Um, and if you want to know where I think I've got Josh, who's a Leicester fan, you probably people will know him as sports here coming on tomorrow, hopefully, he says. Um, and we're going to be doing at 9.30 a uh, prediction show. And we're going to be predicting our league positions. So that'll be quite interesting. And at 7.30, Maisie's coming on, and we're going to be doing a review of the women's Euros, which, of course, came home for us. Uh, and tomorrow, lunchtime, or tomorrow morning, I am going to be having a chat with ex-Leicester City manager Brian Little. Um, and that is a pre-record, so it will go out probably as a premiere, quite possibly Thursday or Friday night. So uh, a lot going on, a lot going on tomorrow. So I better, I better get into bed early. Thanks to everybody that's been watching. Doug, thank you very much, like I say, for coming on again. Give a shout out where people can find you. Yeah, my YouTube is the Doug Airfable channel. You can find me on Twitter at nrod underscore nineteen ninety two, Instagram at Douglas.horn and Facebook at Douglas James Horn. Brilliant. Thank you so much, sir. And um, Brad, yourself again, thank you so much as always. Um well, but the, 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 the Brad's tactics board's gonna be back at the weekend. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to doing my old tactical analysis. Um dude. Looking forward to seeing, trying to think up some improvements where I can do it as well. Um, so I'm looking forward to starting that. Uh, you catch me. Oops. Oh. Sorry, mate. Oops. I didn't mean to do that. I meant to do that. So tell us. So, I know, so I've, got, I've, got, I've got crazy air going on over here as well. Yeah, yeah. You'll catch me, obviously, most of the time on this channel. Obviously, next time you'll probably see me discussing how Leicester thrashed uh, Brentford. Yeah. Yeah. But if you want to follow me socially, check out my Twitter. Twitter handle is at Full Time Focus. And in my Twitter bio, you'll find my, a link to my YouTube channel, A Matter of Opinion, where it's like basically it's a freelance place for you to give your opinion on the, the matter in hand on whatever it is we're discussing that evening. But yeah, subscribe to these guys first before you go and check out mine. Uh, they're both brilliant at what they do. And if you do go on to um, Brad's channel, guys, just make sure take a candle with you. Oh yeah, God. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or a piss helmet, is that what they call when you go down the mines? He's got the light on the front. <laughs> that uh, that will be it. Brad, Doug, thank you so very much. I will speak to you both soon. Take care and thanks for joining us. Take care, mate. Bye, take care. See you later. Cheers. Thank you very much to Brad. Thank you very much to Doug. Um, it was a pleasure having them on. And it was a pleasure there. Some of the um, predictions, some weird ones, some good ones, some liked ones. Please, if you haven't yet already, you've been watching it. It's been a great show. Probably one of the best uh, what people in the show we've had for a prediction show. Maybe Doug is maybe Doug's more of a draw than Steve Linux is. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's what it is. But uh, no, thank you all so very much. And um, if you haven't yet, please do subscribe to the channel. And it really does help. I will see you, like I say, I'm going to be up early, 10 o'clock. I'm having a chat with Brian Little, so my phone will be off. Really looking forward to that. I can't wait to ask him about the Swindon game, the Swindon playoff game. And he hates it. He absolutely hates that, so I'll have to sneak it in at the end. Um, but, uh, thank you so very, very much. Take care, everybody. And uh, we will see you um, either 7.30 or 9.30 tomorrow. Take care, guys. Goodbye.
Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Open them up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.